I'm Shannon. I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor, the podcast. You can find us on Podbean, Apple, and Spotify. We also have Facebook and Instagram pages under Dirt Sailor Podcast. Happy Throat Punch Thursday. Well, happy Throat Punch Thursday. How are you on this fine day? Doing pretty good. Same, same. So what do you want to talk about today? Let's talk about the White House communications director trying to rebrand our president. What, into someone who's effective? They've been doing that for a while. Yes, somebody who's actually getting uh, political things done in the House and the Senate. That he's a hero, he's laser-focused. Yeah, isn't he Dark Brandon or something like that? He is now Dark Brandon. Dark Brandon. That is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. It's pretty pathetic when a president or anybody has to continually change who they are and they're still in the wrong because they can do no right. (laughs) No matter what he tries to do for this country, he's making it worse. Even with what he tries to do for himself, there was a video of him getting off of Marine One just recently and he couldn't get his jacket on. So he's like fumbling around in front of Marine One trying to get the other arm through the jacket hole his wife has to, or the armhole, armhole, his wife has to help him get his jacket on. And then he appears a little lost as to where he's going. Maybe that COVID brain is still getting him. Yes, that poor guy is very lost. There is no doubt about that. It's pathetic to watch, isn't it? It is. It really is. It's it's sad. And uh, people like his press secretary working for him there tried to make him into something that he's not, which is the continual rebranding. Can't be the person who, as soon as he was let go from quarantine, jets off immediately to his Delaware vacation spot. Can't get his jacket on. Can't. Can't function, gets asked questions, has to ask permission to answer, oftentimes gets escorted out from answering questions. So who is he really? Yes, or they use a bunny rabbit to escort him around. I don't mean the Energizer bunny rabbit either. No, nope. they have to corral him into places and he can't speak because everything he says is pretty wrong. Absolutely. So, Representative Gates. Matt Gates of Matt Florida. Matt Gates of Florida. Didn't they try to crush him? They did. They uh, said that he was a part of a trafficking scheme, I believe. Did that all end up becoming fake news? From what I recall, one of the, the people that turned on him or gave information on him or whatever was found to be lying. But I don't know that they actually finished their investigation, it just went quiet. Apparently, he is labeled a firebrand. He has been because he definitely sparks fires. Well, and I guess he does not want, in the event that the Republicans win the House and Senate or one or the other back during the November elections, he does not want McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Yeah, I think he wants Jim Jordan. He would like Jim Jordan. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why they all vote for who's who, so they all speak their piece. Right, and it, kind of watching things here recently, McCarthy is a California dude, Bakersfield, I believe. Yeah, around that area. Yeah. 
he was a really good guy when he first got there, and he's probably still a really good individual and a human being. However, he's tending to lead more towards the the Republican swamp, the Rhino swamp now. Yeah. Maybe he wants to be a lifer. Yeah, he's got to appease everybody. I mean, that's kind of what Biden tried to tried to do at different points, but now he just does what he's told. Yes, he does. So there was uh, FBI Director Christopher Ray was in front of Congress giving his testimony, and he ended up cutting his testimony short the other day because he said he had a flight to catch. And it turns out that he gets to use the FBI Gulfstream for his own personal use, and he only has to repay at the rate of whatever an economy ticket would be. So I guess he decided to say he had to catch a flight, which was a private jet that was waiting for him to go on vacation. It just really brought forth that we have a government employee who gets to use a government jet for personal use at a very, very ridiculously low rate. And who gets to determine which rate I'm sure that they just look up a flight and say, oh, well, if this was booked in advance, it would have been $215, so there you go. Right, using one of the online sites, one of the $99 Southwest flights. Or maybe one of the government rates that they have going, because some of those can be occasionally cheap. But, yeah, so it turns out that the head of the FBI, and it happened under Comey, too, gets to use a counterterrorism plane whenever they want to go on vacation and then tell Congress, oh, sorry, got to catch a flight. And he's not an elected official. No, he's appointed. He should have to stay there until they're done with him. What that tells you is we have a class and an arrogance problem. Absolutely. Absolutely we do. They are the haves. We are the have-nots. People are finally starting to figure that out, I think. Well, I hope. I hope they start to understand. I mean, we just had a Senate bill that got passed, and the Democrats are our saviors and all of that. I know everybody, every so many years, they flip-flop on who's our savior. But apparently 87,000 new IRS agents are our savior. No border agents because there's not a problem, except that when those individuals who are unlawfully crossing the border get bust up to the so-called blue sanctuary cities they start crying foul and saying that it's a a crisis and in dc they asked for what who is it mayor bowser asked for the national guard to be called in because it's so bad but yet we'll spend money for the irs to start tracking your 600 dollars payments on cash app and all of that but we won't secure our borders greatest nation on earth mm, but is it Good question So we just had uh, Nancy Pelosi go on in kind of a Pacific, Asia-Pacific tour. She ended up stepping foot in Taiwan to show her solidarity with Taiwan. China decided to show its force and start doing war game exercises near Taiwan. They even shot some ballistic missiles, I think, hitting near Japanese territory as well because Japan's on our side this time. One of the things that she said during this whole thing that she had going on was that she had a memory of when she was a kid 
and having a special connection to China, which was, uh, I'm going to quote here, when I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we could reach China. So we've always felt a connection there. She really said that. She really said that. She really said that she felt a connection to digging a hole to China. That was her fond, fond memory. That is. That was a childhood memory? Yes. I'm surprised she can remember back that far. Right? Mm. <laughs> remember the Laundry family? Brian. Brian. Laund- Laundry, 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 laundry. Yeah, the Petitos are suing his family, and I think they're also suing the Salt Lake Police Department or Utah Police Department. Maybe it wasn't Salt Lake for um, they had them pulled over, and she was an apparent domestic abuse victim, and they allowed them to leave together. And they didn't, I guess there's a mandatory hold period or keep them away. 24 hours. And they didn't follow it. Correct. They should be. And I wonder if the the amount of money they're asking, if the family has good insurance or they have a lot of money or if it's just a statement they're trying to make. It's a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit. Probably to get people's attention. Get the attention of the wrongdoers too. Right, because that's against the Moab Police Department. Oh, Moab, yeah, okay. It's $50 million. So they have money. They'll pay out something, as they should. It's still not going to bring the daughter back. But. No, but yeah, you're right. It was a pretty significant uh, mistake. Yes. No do-overs. Be neat if it was that easy. If we can just do it over. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you remember... I remember everything. But there was a, a individual who attacked a bodega worker, and then that bodega worker in New York was arrested for murder for defending against uh, defending himself against his attacker. Yes. That attacker was on probation. He was not a good person, and he was assaulting the bodega worker. The bodega worker, I guess, is trying to decide whether he even wants to stay in the United States anymore. He doesn't feel safe anymore. And the way that he was essentially persecuted for, persecuted and prosecuted, they did drop the charges, but for defending himself, he's not sure that he's going to stay. Yeah, for saving his own life, saving himself. Yeah, which is not something that you can do. Apparently in New York, you're, you're, no, you're supposed, supposed to, to run. And even though he was trapped, he couldn't run. But apparently he was just supposed to figure it out. Figure it out or take the hit. Right. But, I mean, when there was another case where a Times Square, a person in Times Square used a bot cutter to slash another individual. And that individual, Anthony Evans, was arraigned for two separate incidences, July 22nd robbery July 26, petty larceny out of Queens, which was a week before he attacked a 59-year-old woman with the box cutter just over and over again, you know, allowed to commit crimes and then get released. They had charged him with 
assault and attempted assault, but dropped a hate crime enhancement, which was filed by the police. So he had attacked an Asian woman and he was um, African-American, I believe. And so he they decided not to charge him with a hate crime anymore. Hmm. But he's a habitual offender. And that's the type of person that New York will let out to continue committing more. Same type of assistant DAs and DA as Los Angeles and San Fran. Same type. So they just keep just allowing people to keep committing crimes and letting them go to commit more crimes because it hasn't stopped. And this isn't the first person, nor is it the last person, that they they commit crimes, let go, commit more crimes, and you're just supposed to deal with it. It's your problem. Zero bail, open door policy. You're supposed to be more forgiving. Revolving door policy. Well, it depends on who and what you're forgiving. You're a assaulter. You're just supposed to get assaulted and be like, man, I'm, I forgive you. Do it again. Yes, yeah, he and I say not, 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 not. So I know we love going into COVID. Yes. Because of Dr. F, but I'm not going to talk about Dr. F. F is not in my vocabulary tonight. So the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, is going to target a California distiller for the second time over COVID-era sanitizer that he helped make back in January, February of 2020. So right when we were having a shortage at the very beginning, we couldn't get enough of anything. Our local and state agencies reached out to start asking anyone and everyone who could make hand sanitizer and products for the United States, please do so. Yes. Apparently there's a chemical in it that is known to change the color of things which there was a very small percentage in. The parts per million was less than, I believe, a bottle of wine. So because he created this stuff, there's a flat fee that they want to charge you of $14,000 for making the stuff. So we can exonerate or we can let the drug manufacturers off the hook if there's any medical issues with anybody. We can give them waiver after waiver after waiver for things. And we'll even pay them for... And we'll pay them hundreds of billions. Yes. Yet a citizen who owns a small business wants to help out and do his part. And was asked to help out and do their part. And they want him to pay a $14,000 flat fee, even though in 2021 they said, nope, sorry, we apologize, don't worry about it, we made a mistake. And now all of a sudden here in 2022 they want their $14,000. And that's every distiller in the U.S. that helped make uh, hand sanitizer, not just him. They must not be on the government's uh, good list. They must be on the naughty list. Oh, maybe they didn't donate enough. They're not political types. Or maybe there wasn't enough invested by Congress that they decided they were worth just shoving off to the side and trying to make a cash grab. Well, yes, and I just don't know what would make individuals at the FDA decide during the height of a pandemic that's supposedly killing millions around the world and these hand sanitizers will help mitigate or slow it down and they start targeting distilleries with audits and fines right everybody else had to shut down except for essential services but apparently 
asking people to do an essential service just so you can have people what in place to go take extra money from them. How convenient of the government. They didn't have to quit working. Correct. And that's what this new going to stop the inflation bill is all about. It's about going after all of the monies that were given out that people thought was free. Getting it back because they're, they're going to go after everybody making under $400,000. All, all the people using Cash App and all of that. They're going to go look at if you had anything totaling over six hundred, because it's going to be reportable to the IRS. And they are going to make your life a living heck and take your money. Well, like this gentleman that owns this distillery basically said, this bill that I just mentioned is going to create, like you said, 87,000 IRS agents, new agents. And this is just a foreshadowing of what's to come here in America. So if we don't wake up and realize what's going on with our government, this uh, representative republic is going to go by the wayside. These people answered to call to community service. And got slapped right in the face. Do you know how many Border Patrol agents there are? I guarantee it, not as many as IRS agents. Right now, there's 19,000, well, as of 2019, 19,648 Border Patrol agents. And what area do they cover? The entire United States the plus. In, the entire United States. And that is current. So we're not talking that the IRS is going to have current 87,000 you're going to have 87,000 more. Addition to. So I thought we were going to go By the after, way, huh. IRS already has nearly 75,000 yes. full-time equivalent, and they're going to more than double. 87,000. More than double. They have 75,000 full-time equivalent people. And I guarantee you, all those folks work from home during the pandemic or a majority of them did, did not affect them in any way, shape, or form? Not at all. No, government, even if they had nothing to do, they were still making their money. Well, I guess our federal government is probably, other than Walmart, the largest employer of Americans. They're too big to fail. The They're too big to fail. But I thought we were supposed to go after corporations and the rich guy. Yeah, but we say that, we we give the big old talk that we're going to go after the big guy because the little guy has been paying too much for too long. And then when push comes to shove, everything that's passed goes after the little guy. And I'll segue this way in that bill until the rubber meets the road. That's why hidden within that bill is a bunch of tax credits for people that can buy upper-end electric vehicles. Right, more electric cars, more, yeah. By the way, do you know what it takes to recycle an electric battery? Tell me. Well, I not in the do you know, but it is made of up of so many different materials to put it together that you can't just go stick it in a recycle bin and have it be turned into mulch. It can't just go straight into the ground. You can't just throw it away. Um, and it creates kind of too extreme. It has typical battery has acids and emissions and stuff like that. But the actual EV recycling itself is so complex and we're about to ramp up so much production. We actually can't recycle them. 
No. And I, I do know how you handle them. And lithium ions are very hard to dismantle and dispose of. Right. And they typically, I mean, those batteries, they'll be warrantied for a few years. But then some go up to eight, some go 100,000 miles. Think about that. After 100,000 miles, your batteries are gone. So if each car gets a new set of batteries every 100,000 miles, how many more batteries is that going to be for the fleet that we are saying that we want to exist? Nope. They're going to want you to junk them and buy a new one. A car? Yes. Especially considering like an EV battery just for one of the little Fiat uh, 500s mm-hmm. is between forty seven and $54,000 for the battery. Yeah, you won't just uh, get to buy one because it's more expensive. But the car was subsidized anyway, but it's more expensive than the car. Because I didn't buy one for 54 I wouldn't buy a little Fiat 500E for... I don't know if ornate's the right word, but that's such an ornate term because subsidize... What is subsidize? It's taking your tax dollars and allowing somebody else yeah, to get something for a reduced cost. Somebody out of else is their paying pocket. for your yes. pleasure. Yep. Yeah, we'll, but don't we'll forget the government has told us that we need to go electric, well, even though we can't keep the yes, power on. Because the government's the ones that create the problem, and they say their solutions are the best. So, do you want to talk about Los Angeles a little more? Let's do it. So, in Los Angeles, they're going to vote on a measure. To require that by 2 p.m. on a business day, which for hotels is every day, but 2 p.m., hotels have to report all of their vacancies in their hotel, and then homeless individuals will get vouchers to go stay in the hotel for the night. And they want to require that hotels house the homeless. Such a noble concept. It is, but we're not treating people's alcohol and drug dependency, their mental health issues, etc. So you're going to have people in the midst of a mental health crisis going into a hotel. What do you think the odds are that a disturbance is created? 100%. Well, they should uh, let the homeless go to the hotels that these folks that create these rules, regulations, and laws. Go to their hotels first. Go to their house first. Or go to their home they must. They must have a vacant room in their house that they must allow a homeless individual to Adopt stay a in. homeless. Yes. There you go. Required. Who's Aaron Rodgers? Football star. Green Bay, I think. Green Bay Green Packers. Green Bay Packers. Been around a long time. Yes, he has. 2000, 2002? Is that when he was drafted? Somewhere in there. Yeah, he was on a competing podcast, I'd like to say. I think we're as big as ESPN and some of them. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, absolutely. Yes, we're, we're, we're getting 2005, there. by yeah. the way. Drafted in 2005. So anyway, one of the commentators joked around with Rogers about his decision to not get vaccinated against COVID-19. Okay. And Rogers was not impressed with the host at all. Oh, really? Well, what kind of joke was it? It looks like they were just poking fun at each other, and and they started just poking fun at him about not doing the shot and how he got in a little bit of trouble, I believe, with the league. 
I don't know if that's if he's one of the guys that said he got it and didn't get it, then got COVID and didn't get COVID. I, I think not, he got COVID ultimately, but yeah. Well, who's this podcaster? He's somebody that if you don't get a vaccination, it's none of your business. Right. Why do you get to know everybody's medical status? Yes, there's still doctor-patient privilege. Are we going to go start asking if you are at high risk for monkeypox based on your lifestyle? I need to know. Should that be like a question outside of every grocery store? Well, absolutely. And that's good that he's been unapologetic the whole time because there's no reason for him to have to apologize. Yeah, usually somebody gets hurt, then they say we're going to boycott you, then they go on their little apology tour, and he has not. He is stuck firm on that one. Right, and that's good. And See, I have a little issue with a lot of stuff that happens here in 2022. This woke thing, having to say the right things at the right time, allowing one group of individuals to make music and they can use any language, talk about each other any way they want. And I'm not saying I would ever use the language they do and how they talk to each other. But the an Oklahoma football assistant coach resigned over the weekend. I heard about this. And the interesting thing is, or was, they were not even his words. Right. He said a word that is just so far beyond that you're not allowed to exist anymore if you've uttered this word out loud and you are a Caucasian male. Um, apparently, he was doing whatever it is that sports coaches do and said you can go ahead and take notes, and he noticed one of the players not really being active in his learning process and his notes, so he went over to see what he was writing and he said whatever word the individual wrote down which he claims that he doesn't know what that word is so when he said it out loud he didn't know what he was saying he just said like you know word um which hasn't been published by the way as of yet whatever that word was and then immediately he did his apology tour and resigned because he said something so offensive even though he had no idea what he was saying and it was somebody else's word. Yes. And I I don't know whether to pat the coach on the back or say, you know what, this is what happened. If the new head coach wants me to stay, I'm staying. I'm not quitting because I said something that was not me. Uh, Right. Literally, it was one of his. uh, Okay, so then in that case, if it is so bad that he must go, then... That player must The player go. should be removed from the team as well. Absolutely. If it's that bad, then the player needs to be removed too. Agreed. So didn't a rapper just go to a prison recently? Pretty high-valued one for rape or murder or R-, R. Kelly? Yes, R. Kelly was sentenced to prison. He apparently kept under... He kept girls, not underage women. Those are called girls. Pretty much hostage... At his house, and he did it for years. Okay, well, apparently his restitution was around $125,000-ish. Well, apparently his little prison checkbook, he already has in excess of 25000 in it. 
Okay, so give it up. They're going after it. They being the the feds or the state, they're going after that money. As they should. It should be gone. He shouldn't have anything until it's all paid back. I don't know how long of a term he got in prison, but it sounds like he's going to be one that uh, is not remorseful. Oh, no, he doesn't. He He's already saying he didn't do it, and he's wrongfully convicted, I'm sure. Guilt by association. Yeah, somebody else did it. So one thing I find really interesting, jumping to the defund the police movement, is how many of our representatives, whether they're state, local, or federal, have jumped on the defund the police movement and yet spend hundreds of thousands of dollars each on state police or local police to provide them security. And it's still going on. Wisconsin Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes has paid over $600,000 in taxpayer dollars for a state police details for over two years and uh, is siding with the defund the police movement. I think anyone who wants to defund the police should start by not funding them through having them be their security. Oh, you mean leadership by example? Yes, and every single one of them. And they shouldn't even have private security firms either because then that is just showing that you are also a hypocrite. Whether it's private security or police officers, you should show that you don't need security, just like every other regular schmo. Stop it. So if they really like BLM or Antifa, they should hire them to protect them. Well, that seems like some of them do because Antifa likes to uh, burn things down. What? Yeah, peacefully burn things down. They're peaceful protesters. Yeah, can you peacefully burn things down and destroy buildings? Is there, That's a peaceful thing, right? Taking away somebody else's livelihood is very peaceful. So Representative Warlinski was killed in a car accident just here recently. Wisconsin? Wisconsin or Indiana? I want to say it was Indiana. Indiana Congresswoman. Okay. So she and several of her staffers were in a car. Uh, the car crossed the median and hit head on with another car. Many different organizations, news organizations kind of put out, you know, hey, she died. These are the staffers and other individuals that died in the car accident. Kind of a our condolences. She was known to be Indiana's congresswoman type of just a quick blurb about her. Well, apparently the Washington Post decided to say that Representative Jackie Warlinski of Indiana died, but she had a decision to vote against the impeachment of former President Donald Trump and the certification, blah, 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 blah. They had to try to bring her down. And to bring her down a notch or two. Right when she died, yeah. It's nice of them. Yeah. They're such upstanding citizens. They are doing doing the dirty work so of the DNC. A, yeah, so we have an 80-year-old Washington State woman banned from the YMCA. Yes, because she didn't want a man in the locker room. Yep, demanding that the trans employee leave the locker room. Yep, and let's be clear. There are a number of people today that all they do is identify as being trans, and they get to go into whatever locker room they want. But how often do you hear about a woman saying they are a trans man and there being a brouhaha or a ruckus in the locker room? 
Well, apparently this one goes a little further than most because the woman saw the employee watching four or five little girls pulling down their suits in order to use the toilet. So she asked him if he still had his junk. And he said, it's none of your business. And she said, well, I would like you to get out of here right now. So that's an 80-year-old woman looking out for the interest of little kids. Over and over again. So we're told to, as young girls and women, to be kind of be responsible for ourselves, you know, look around, make sure that you feel safe or if you're being followed or even in the realm of if you see something, say something. If you don't feel right, if you have the heebie-jeebies, you know, go around other people, go find security, have security walk you out to your car, all of these different things that we learn over time. And now in today's society, we're just told, oh, well, get over it. We don't care if you feel unsafe. We don't care if it's a man in a girl's locker room. We don't care. Just get over it. Now you have to share a space with men. Now you have to share a space with a man who says he's a woman. And we women have lost space. We are not allowed to feel our feelings. We're not allowed to feel like we've lost space. We're just told that we have to share space with both men and women now. There's always more to the story. Apparently this wasn't the first incident with this woman. Well, apparently the 80-year-old woman was known to cause a ruckus no matter what. But that does not negate a man in a woman's bathroom watching little kids undress. Or even if it was a woman in a woman's bathroom. Correct. Inappropriately watching kids undress. We would also have a problem. Let's just be clear with that. It's not just. Right. And I'm not, honestly, I don't know anything about trans world or any of that. So I'm not being disrespectful to something that may be a legitimate thing. I just don't believe myself that something like this is appropriate at all. After a lot of what I've read and researched and looking into, because it seems to be our present and our future, there are, if you will, the true trans individuals that have been carving out space for years. And now there is a new movement that because you can't deny any space, you have men, true men, men who have not transitioned, men who just identify and take over space. So for instance, I know some will disagree, but Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas competed at a collegiate level as a man for three years. Then Leah Thomas decides to take some puberty blocker, not puberty blockers, I apologize, a hormone treatment, testosterone, su- testosterone suppressing treatment, identify as a woman. Nothing physically has changed except Leah Thomas grew out hair on, on, uh, on Leah's head and started competing as a woman. Had all of the women in the locker room had to deal with a anatomical male running around with boy body parts. Boy parts. Out in the locker room. So there is a problem when a collegiate male takes over female space. But then there are other cases 
that are nothing like that. That they like the individual has identified since a very young age and has lived their life as a woman for many, many years. There's yeah, they're different. The times are different and what we're being told to accept is different these days. Agreed. But I still get confused by the whole thing. Just so you know. So let's talk about drugs. Okay. Which no. ones? The yeah. ones coming from China? The ones being grown in our Sierra Mountains? Or the ones being grown in people's homes around the U.S.? Uh, let's talk about Brittany Griner taking drugs into Russia. So we've talked about her case a little bit before. She was convicted of importing drugs into Russia. She's now been sentenced to, I think it's nine years in prison. She's being used as a political pawn. They are working on, I think, an arms dealer is what we're saying she's equal to, an international arms dealer, which I think is absolutely ridiculous, but that's another thing. She has played on the Russian League in her off-season. She started playing, I think, in 2015. So she is very familiar with Russia. So some tried to claim that she had a prescription here in the U.S. and she just didn't know any better. But it turns out that she's been playing in Russia since at least 2015, traveling to Russia. Russia has never had legalized drugs. And it's been an imprisonable offense as long as she's been traveling there. So it really bothers me that people are trying to say she didn't know any better when she is an international star who has traveled extensively and would be primed to know what's legal and what is not. Well, she is a college-educated person. And I'm sure she's read the bios on every country she's traveled to. And like you had just stated, she got caught up in Russia's wanting some pawns. But that doesn't give the okay to decide that we're going to trade her. What about every other individual who truly got caught up in something? Uh, They need to trade all of the little people first. uh, She can wait. I would not trade... A penny for her. Well, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade for uh, international arms dealer. Absolutely not. I would let the NBA or WNBA team she plays for negotiate. Negotiate, that. and the Russian team she plays for negotiate money. Or Absolutely, whatever, whatever it is, takes. Yes, that needs to be on their side, not for Russian international arms dealer. It's no, just like you. big time drug kingpins down in Mexico and other countries. This international arms dealer is responsible for selling weapons to people that have killed a lot of other folks. So I would leave him in prison to rot. Agreed. So in other international news, I don't know if you remember, but there was a volcano eruption in Tonga close to the beginning of this year, January 15th. Yes. Okay, so something that I learned was that the eruption caused approximately 58,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools worth of water to go directly into the stratosphere. Wow. It pushed that much water up into the stratosphere. And according to 
an atmospheric scientist who works with NASA in the Jet Propulsion Laboratory. Uh, he said, we've never seen anything like it. And it said when the volcano erupted, seawater came directly into contact with the erupting lava and was superheated, creating an explosive steam that was then launched up into the stratosphere. So apparently, with Earth's global average temperature, it says the vapor, or NASA scientists are saying that the vapors will likely stay for years. So normally vapor takes about two to three years to dissipate, but the water from this eruption on January 15th could take five to ten years to evaporate. So how much do you think that that has changed our Earth and our environment and I don't know our climate, that little fun word. Climate change. Maybe it cooled it a little bit. Because it's going to take longer, so it's going to give a little cool, or do you think it's going to heat us up a little more, cause us to be... Well, I don't know, but I will say that the reason he's never seen anything like this before, because he's not old enough for one, and if you look at all the dormant volcanoes all around the world... I'm sure it's happened a lot. I'm sure it has too. So I will I will give a little bit more. So they're saying that this eruption may be the first volcanic eruption observed to impact climate not through surface cooling caused by volcanic sulfate aerosols, but rather through surface warming. At least that's the theory right now because they've never seen it before. Well, so, one of the theories from NASA was uh, another ice age was coming back in the 70s, so you have to take some of the things they say with a grain of salt or with a grain of vapor. Sulfur. Sulfur vapor. Sulfur vapor. Sulfur dioxide. Yeah. Oh, another topic that we covered on this podcast was the co-pilot who jumped out of the airplane. Back hey, y'all, watch this. Apparently... The pilot that remained in the plane did talk to air traffic control who called 911, which started the the search party. So, so far, not all information has come out, but it does look like there was, in fact, a 911 call by the air traffic controller. So it was relayed from the pilot that remained in the plane to air traffic control. Still no word as to why No word as to why he bailed? Right, because they're, they're trying to make the connection that there was an emergency on board, but it doesn't make sense to jump out of the plane. No, and they're going to dive into how many hours he had, what his mindset was. Um, was he suicidal before he left his house? Did him and his wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, other get into an argument? There could be several factors in play there that caused him to bail without a parachute. Absolutely. The other pilot might have looked at him and said, get out. Let me pop this canopy and turn upside down. Uh, no. <laughs> uh-huh. Let me flip this plane over on its Hold side. On, take your seatbelt off. Look out. over. So I guess it appears New Mexico. They're looking into a spat of Muslim men in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes, they're actually asking for help and they're offering rewards. Yeah, they said three of the slayings happened within a two-week period, and then there was a fourth slaying that they're thinking is tied up. So they're looking for a particular car. They have a picture. They have information about the car that they're looking for. Uh, it's 
They have a serial killer in New Mexico. They appear to have a serial killer in New Mexico. I guess Muslims comprise less than 1% of adults statewide, and so for three to be killed in a two-week period, and a couple of them go to the same mosque. To me, I mean, it could be a serial killer going after random Muslim men, like just targets Muslim men at random. Kind of to me wondering how they're all connected. Maybe they're connected to a particular person. Person or business dealings or travel. or Very intriguing. So Mr. Biden is going to leave the White House. Leave the White House? Yeah, he's going to end his isolation. Oh, he already did. He's in... uh, Did he go home? He went off immediately to Delaware as soon as he ended his isolation. Ah, so after his second consecutive negative test. Straight to Delaware. Straight home. Yep. Yeah, you did say that a little bit ago. Yep, straight home. So he's not really at the White House. I mean, that's just where he physically goes sometimes, but his he really does spend the vast majority of his time. Your single location. Well, that's the second White House. It is. I don't really care if he's had COVID two or three times. I don't care if he's had five shots. That doesn't negate the fact that he's the worst president that I've seen in my modern time. I only go back to Reagan, so he's definitely the worst president of my time. And that's giving, uh, I mean, Clinton's a rapist, in my opinion, so... He was friends with Epstein. Oh, you know, someone pointed out that... Epstein's not dead? Yeah, he didn't commit suicide either. He's with Elvis. He's with Elvis. Melinda Gates. So in the divorce and what ended up going public, because she was interviewed on a little bit of the information, she gave some of the information as to why she was divorcing. And she said that his, Bill Gates, relationship with Epstein was like a deciding factor for her. I know obviously it was a little late because it was years later after their friendship or relationship or whatever you want to call it. And then it was after Epstein, you know, didn't kill himself. But someone pointed out that it was enough of a connection for Melinda Gates to divorce Bill Gates, but yet... Like the Clinton relationship and even Bill Gates' relationship with Epstein and all of these other individuals who have the real nothing, nobody's saying anything. It's not enough to even look into, and it was enough for her to divorce him. They'll only go after certain people, and for some reason, folks like the Clintons are so powerful they're untouchable. If you try to touch them, you seem to. You seem to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. Take care of yourself. Yeah. Yep. Isn't the crime across America crazy? It's gone up pretty high. It's, and it's rampant. Well, and then they've shown that it, in part it's gotten higher because we don't keep the people committing the crimes behind bars and we don't prosecute them. And in some cases we don't prosecute them at all. We just let them go. No charges. So it's like a wash, rinse, repeat sort of cycle. So a smaller amount of people are committing a bigger amount of crime as a percentage. So then some will say that crime's really not up. It's just this very small minority of people committing said crimes. Well, I didn't write down the community that there was a woman that killed, stabbed two toddlers this weekend. 
and one of them died. Related to her or not? I didn't see whether they were related or not. And then there was a potential mall shooting, another one. I think in the Mall of America. They mall just of said, America. Yeah. New Orleans mother accused of stabbing two toddlers, one dead, one critical. Yeah, in New Orleans. So a four-year-old, four-year-old girl died and a two-year-old boy was left critically injured after they were stabbed by a distraught mother at their home in New Orleans. You have to be pretty distraught to take your own kid's life. Absolutely. When the end solution should have been go get help or take your own life. Not condoning suicide, but don't kill a little child. Other people. Yeah, why are you killing children? So inflation. What's that mean? Higher prices all around? It doesn't exist. We have the best jobs records ever. Biden has done so many good things for us. There's no such thing as inflation. Well, I have bad news for him. All them jobs were already there prior to COVID. And then COVID took a delay here. We took a two-year delay. And then all of the jobs came out of the bullpen and people started working again. But I think there's a lot of companies that are taking advantage of this. COVID, inflation, rising prices, lack of supplies, supposedly. Especially someone like Tyson Foods is looking at people not wanting to pay the price of beef and the high-quality steaks like the ribeyes and the porterhouses and the New Yorks and such. So they've switched to chicken. And Tyson has raised their prices on their chicken over 21.5%. Wow. That's not from me. That's from one of the employees of Tyson. And they're, well, and if you look, going back to Bill Gates, Bill Gates is buying up a bunch of farmland. He already bought some in more, lots more, in North Dakota. And he is farming or getting farms going in areas to help make the fake beef and working at convincing people to eat fake meat. And saying that it's the best way, it's environmentally friendly, et cetera, et cetera. But he's lining his own pocket while he's doing it. So we're moving away from the beef industry because Bill Gates and people like him who have skin in the game as far as they want to make money, they don't have true skin in the game. They just want dollars. But they're taking over the competition and they've made up the competition and then have just they've pushed it they said the competition's fake beef and then they've pushed it to be environmentally friendly and so now people are trying to get others to ditch real beef for the environmentally friendly beef you mean cows that aren't cows right it's vegetables but it is gmos which some people are for some people are against but they're genetically modified and then you have just mash it all together pretend like it's beef why does it have to be something it's not like why you got to say fake beef or you know beyond beef or whatever it is that you're yeah why don't they stay out of people's lifestyles and just say if you like processed crud you go right ahead and eat it if i like beef let the texas cattle ranchers and the oklahoma cattle ranchers grow their beef and sell it and I'll buy it. But we can't just do that in this society. It's got to be, I'm right, you're wrong, and i got to take away every single thing about your life that you want to exist. 
to prove how right I am. Well, we'll see how that goes over. Because that's not going to last much longer. Uh, well, when they realize that those plants that it that need to be... So the ones that are doing synthetic beef, like true synthetic beef, not... I took some soybeans and made it look like a beef patty. But those synthetic meat plants, all of the pollutants for the refrigeration and AC units to keep things at the cold level that it needs to be to grow this fake stuff... Everything that that's pumping into the atmosphere, people need to realize that it's not quite what they've been sold as a a true green alternative. Cause and effect. For every action, there's an equal and... Opposite reaction. Correct. Ooh, Death Valley. What about Death Valley? Rain event. There's no rain. Well, apparently there was a monsoon. In Death Valley, really? Is that normal for... Death Valley monsoon. It, it was a one in one thousand year rain event. Have they been tracking rain in Death Valley for over a thousand years? That's what this weatherman said. One in one thousand. I'm not going to argue with him. He's the one with the degree in weathering in meteorology. <laughs> yes. So they received one year's worth of rain in three hours. Wow, that must have been. Very difficult for anyone who was there. And lots of roads are still closed. Oh, man. Yeah, well, yes. Well, what's in, so they got a 1 in 1,000 rain event, and then Kentucky is seeing just torrential downpours, which flooding all over. Oh, Biden did go to Kentucky to talk about climate change after he got out of his COVID isolation, I should say that and what's really interesting to me outside of biden going to kentucky we saw uh, colorado i believe had some flooding within this summer uh, wyoming saw some good flooding too yellowstone had some roadways washed out and just here recently in the central valley of california we saw several over the summer, but several summer rain events, which were unexpected. We tip, we seemed to get them for many years, and then they seemed to have gone away. But this year, we had several large rain events, not to the level of Death Valley or Kentucky. But uh, quite interesting that we're getting these major summer rainstorms. That is correct. And I will make a statement right here. I will believe in global warming and climate change. If the next time a volcano is ready to blow, if these experts can go turn it off, if we're that powerful that we think we can do something for climate change, I'll change my mind. Well, what's funny that you just said a volcano. Do you think the Tonga eruption with all of that water getting shot up into the stratosphere had anything to do with some of this these events? 100%. But we're not meteorologists or, or climate scientists it's just a simple guy ca- casual observation simple observation this has been a podcast produced and edited by the dirt sailor duo mark and shannon are a father-daughter team who both served in the united states navy this production is protected by copyright laws until next time anchors away